Hello, greetings, welcome, hola everybody. My name is Tyler, you are listening to Cosmic Crit, and I have the privilege to introduce to you yet another top-notch, S-tier, E-rating episode for you. Today I want to start the episode with an apology. Yes, I want to apologize to everybody for something that happened in episode 163, Noir and Peace. In that episode, I I rolled worse than I think any player could possibly roll in the history of mankind. And I know for many of you, that's a source of frustration. Tyler, can't you just be better? I'm trying, and I want to reassure all of our listeners out there that I have implemented a new workout routine to try and pump up the iron on these dice. I figure my weak dice rolls are just the result of my weak dice workout program. So from now on, seven days a week, I'm going to be rolling dice every day, both digital and real. I figure if you got to work out the fingers and joints for rolling a natural dice, you need to work out the fingers and joints for clicking the mouse to roll the digital dice. And I'm hoping that through dedication, perseverance, and a little bit of luck, I can improve my dice rolls. Hopefully all my hard work will pay off in this episode as well. And before we begin and see if that is true, I just wanted to give a personal thank you to all of the Quittermanders out there who have joined us over on twitch.tv slash cosmic crit as you know drew and i have been trekking through final fantasy 7 the original final fantasy 7 and we're having a blast doing it and i believe we are kind of nearing the end of that adventure we only maybe have a handful of streams left if you haven't checked it out we're there nearly every thursday every other thursday at you know the worst depending on holidays and other things that are going on in our lives and we're having a great time just hanging out with people in chat, get you know, seeing people's reactions. I'm playing through it blind, so I have no idea what's going on. You can come laugh at my terrible predictions for what's to come in the future. But I really want to thank everybody. Your The support both from Patreon and, and in the Twitch chat has been really touching. It's been a wild ride and one that I've been just really excited to do and to continue. Who knows where we're going to go from here, but I'm going to be excited to have all of you along for it. Well, that's it. That's all I wanted to talk about. So without further ado, I want to introduce to you the S-Tier E rating episode 164, Herds of Prey. Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. It's time to rip off Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, and Aliens all-in-one NES cartridge cover on this week's bug-smashingly new episode of Contra Crit. Uh, this is Patrick speaking, your GM, uh, a.k.a. your god monster, demon dragon lord, though I guess that would be GM DDL. Joining me in taking on Red Falcon and smashing up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, be a start to get an extra 30 resolve points are my five friends and your fellow commandos. To my right, she can dart up and grab every flying capsule power up in the game. It's Rebecca rolling with Zinnia. Hello. Across from her, his heavy fire is a spread weapon that with with burst sprays. It's it's true delivery in Echo 7. You've already made a Konami code joke. <laughs> Took it right up from you. Uh, to my right, this uh, Taka Trunks is turreted and terrible. It's Tyler dredging up to Basho. Greetings. 
across from him and get on their bad side and they turn into a waterfall of bloodshed. It's Jabert playing the stressed. Hey, hey, hey. And across the digital table, this little mad dog's got a scorpion stinging shot. It's Miles mixing it up with sprouts. Good evening. Oh, oh my. It's been a while since I've plugged in a, a Contra or a Super Contra. The player one and two. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's been a hot minute. Although I, I will say it's, it's BA Select Start uh, for some of these Konami codes. Some, not all. Um, I, I think the, I'm. I'm pretty sure it was just BA start for 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 Contra. I think you're right. Contra. That's that's where I remember first hearing of the Konami code because I think the rental I'd gotten from Blockbuster had it written in the the booklet. Um, I was like, oh wow, code for extra lives in this game where you only get three. That sounds pretty <laughs> great. <laughs> and and that no was saving one. mid uh, mid mission. That's how games used to be back in the day. It was an, a game that I never was particularly great at. Same. Oh, no. It's so hard. It's so painfully hard. Uh, we could barely make it through the first level with three lives. Um, get to that wall at the end, and it's just it's a murder wall. <laughs> I think that's actually the boss's name. It's like murder wall. Um <laughs> And uh, yeah, there's a level called Waterfall of Bloodshed, which I thought was hilarious. That's an episode <laughs> title in season two. <laughs> yeah, it should be. Oh, boy. Uh, how are you guys doing tonight? Pretty good. Oh, yeah, pretty good. It's pretty good. snowing right now. Oh, that's Ooh. crazy. Yeah, we were recording this end of November styles, and it's a little early for you all. It's, it's very sticky. early. I don't remember the last time that we had snow before dis- before January even. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's not sticking last to the year ground, we had snow but... in October last year. Wow. My. Yeah, it was wild. It's so funny. Jabert and I up here in New England are getting like these warm winter showers, <laughs> like <laughs> 50 degrees out and raining, which is super odd for us. But I drove out to my car this morning and, uh, uh, I stepped outside and I was like, oh, it is slightly brisk. <laughs> Something is very wrong here. I should be profoundly uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I went out to get the dog in more shorts. <laughs> I woke up this morning and it was 45 degrees outside. And that was the high for today. It got progressively colder during oh the day. Goodness. I hate Ooh. it when that happens. Poor Georgians. Ooh, holiday season is upon us. oh boy um anyway let's not keep our uh listening audience in rap suspension uh of disbelief too long you guys aren't yourselves you are your characters tonight we have the ultimate trial to get to um but before we do we need to talk to sprouts marlow to figure out what happened last time on cosmic crit so it's round two, and our Hylaxian friends have another diplomatic mission for us. I thought color codifying the LSP's language would have been enough for them. Apparently not. Two groups of settlers were having a spat over some of the over some land on the planet Nicondus. It took us a few hours to chew through the legal theme, but eventually agreed to terms. The final test awaits. If I gotta talk anymore, I'm gonna be sucking on scare lozenges for a week. What? <laughs> Inner lozenges, yeah. You guys have been chatting up 
a storm over these last two challenges. Indeed, we will fast forward a little bit to the morning after the second trial. You guys can rest back up and are brought back to that portal room for one final trial. Trial the third where Tuva uh, already has the portal screen up and is displaying what looks like a a beachy vista with a a jungle landscape in front of um, uh, a large uh, like couple of mountains. Uh, And and in the distance, you see what looks like large insect creatures munching on the the foliage of these, these trees. Where a smoking volcano in the in the background seems to be spewing forth uh, acrid black clouds. Tuva brings you guys in and and says, "The final trial is one of protecting the innocents. While we always look to diplomacy first, sometimes words are not enough, particularly when the lives of the defenseless are at stake." But it is important to remember that we do not fight for glory or fame. We simply must place ourselves between the innocent and that which would harm them. And so, in this trial, you will hopefully not have to fight your charges, but will have to assist four creatures that are in grave danger, though they may not understand that. Uh, she'll explain the details of this trial before you all is the planet Tin or Trin Tyrell three, which uh, while void of kind of civilized society, um, there's a lot of uh, plants and animal species, including one that is uh, somewhat important to Hylax is a, uh, a, a band of large insect creatures called click harps that have, uh, settled on on this planet after uh, they escaped along with the Sheeran from the swarm. Um, and uh, they are fairly poor swimmers and a number of them are caught on this island out um, by this uh, erupting volcano that is threatening to, to destroy a small piece of land that would be their only escape from said island. Um, uh, other creatures who live on on this island in the volcano's path can uh, make their way out by themselves, but these these click harps will need assistance crossing a land bridge. Uh, Tuva will say, uh, you must save them from a gruesome death. They are a special species. Um, uh, they too were part of the swarm, but like the Sheeran, were able to break their connection. Some were said to travel along with Hylax herself when she visited the prodigal stone here. While not unintelligent, these creatures do not know you all and may see you as predators in their territory. Uh, before you guys step through, do you have questions or do you have a... a- battle plan um i can i guess uh, maybe i need a little clarification um so they will see us as predators they could see us yeah, yeah. they so could you, see us as predators but they need our help you said they're not mm-hmm. unintelligent but that doesn't necessarily imply intelligence do we know what yeah. kind of level we're dealing with when it when it comes to that does zinnia know perchance 
Yeah, I mean, they're they're animals, like maybe closer to a cow than a dog as far as intelligence goes. So, um, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're very large animals. Um, if you want to make a, a life science check, Zinnia, before you head out, I can answer some questions you may have about them. All right. It's a, oh gosh, that's terrible. That's 23. Not great, but still, you know, taken 10 on that. A a couple things about them. Um, Yeah. um, What would you like to know? Um, Oh, I guess any. Well, I I should first announce that I've I've altered uh, the, the wonderful Kate Baker's script for book four a little bit here as this is a creature not in the adventure path but one that I have pulled from the recently released um, Alien Archive 4 so if you guys uh, have not heard Alien Archive 4 is just out at the end of November beginning of December here and uh, this is this is one of the cool creatures you can find inside and um, we'll talk about well, we could talk about them a little bit right now, including what you want to know about them. So does Zinnia know anything about like what they like to eat? <laughs> like ways to, <laughs> the only way I know how to make friends, <laughs> make make them food apparently. Um, right to their stomach. I mean, they they, <laughs> they eat uh, the plants that are here on the, the island. They're, they're herbivores. Okay, kind of grazers. Um, they, they might be omnivores. I actually don't have, I think, technical dietary restrictions. One thing you do know about them is that they have a kind of lingering genetic code base that allows them to kind of rearrange and do very short-term mutations within their species. So some of them might be able to, say, go from the small island and spread out on a place where there's less plants and more uh, fish to eat. And then they become kind of pescatarian and they, they mutate to adapt to that and all of a sudden can become better swimmers or are these secretly Caserics? Uh <laughs> adaptation ability where they could just no. like bite you and turn into you? <laughs> no, they can't steal one's DNA, but they have perhaps a very, you know, they have like all the genetic base of like other things that they have evolved from that they can kind of like um pull pull off. So just taking a look at um uh, uh, from what you can see from the portal on the beach, there's a they're 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 pretty large so like six seven feet long and um so it's too, maybe, too big to carry basically uh yeah i mean they they would probably fight you on that <laughs> uh uh one of them does have a pair of wings from what you're looking at here and another one looks like attached um, to them or just like in their maw no no like the one has wings and one doesn't so one could fly potentially. Do they have any natural predators? Here on this island, you're not too sure. It doesn't look like they seem to be in any danger of anything. Um, they seem pretty large in charge as far as uh, uh, from what you can see. Um, is there something specific about like their stat block or abilities that you might want to know? I was just wondering if they were afraid <clears throat> of large birds such that, you know, a Strix might frighten them. 
Uh, but you're you're actually a, a good deal smaller than they are, so <laughs> probably yeah, not. yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, do they have any? Do they have any special abilities? So besides the mutation abilities, um, click harps you would know just from uh, your background information on them have an ability called a gentle thrum uh, that is especially soothing for shearings and other creatures with blind sense vibration and uh, being within um, uh, like a certain range of them I believe gives those creatures a morale bonus uh, against emotion and pain effects they're often used as uh, companions and mounts for for those kind of uh, species so you're saying they purr that's adorable uh, yeah I think it's more like a cricket like rubbing its legs together Oh, that's less adorable. Only massive. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. Rebecca just went from happy to disappointed. Very quickly. <laughs> uh, I actually have a question, not about them, but about the, you said there was a land bridge that we needed to cross. Uh, yep. It's, it's depicted. I've, I've got the map already started for you guys oh. here in, in roll 20. You can take a I'm look. You're, Sorry. You, it popped you're kind of starting corner. on the, the land bridge, which is about 35 feet across. Um, what are your guys' initial thoughts on on moving these things? Can that sound they emit be recreated by any of our personages? Uh, I mean, recorded and played back, maybe. But uh, if they have like anything as far as like differences in in sounds, you're not to might take some time or like to a, to figure this out. Like, this sounds like a survival check thing to. Maybe figure out a way we can corral them, herd them. Does anybody have a border collie? Yeah, I'm wondering if we need to like get around to the other side of them and kind of like, you know, herd them toward the bridge. Let's, uh, let's, let's think about it. We could push them, we could pull them, we could leave a trail of food, we could wait, ride we, them. So on the, need- the island that they're on, I mean, there's plenty of food. I mean, there's, you know, trees and, and bushes and things like that. So um, unless you have something more appetizing than fresh leaves, I don't know what the, what trail you'd be able to lay down. Uh-oh. The freshest leaves. Fresh leaves. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're basically a toothpick to them. <laughs> Sprouts. Any other ideas, uh, suggestions here? Anything you can uh, ask Tuva? What happens um, if they get in the water? Well, they can't swim, so they would flounder and okay. drown. Brown. Yeah. Um, d- I know that not all uh, uh, creatures uh, that understand a language will be able to speak that language. Mm-hmm. Uh, do these creatures know Sheeran? Turn on. Um, why don't you make a life science check for me? <laughs> Oh, that's not a good one there, Patrick. Mr. Crackajack. Oh, it's very bad. I was really hoping that Tuva could maybe make that check for me. <laughs> uh, can I Can I uh, assist in this life science check? No, don't worry. Don't worry about that. I got. I rolled a two. Two total. Two Natural total. one and a plus one. <laughs> I was mostly kidding because I'm not trained and it would be a plus one as well. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
it'd be funny if you you failed and provided a negative for that too um tuva you know will say um you know if they are trained they can be taught words and commands but they do not understand language as we know it all right oh they they do make good companions if trained for many months all right I think I think this is probably the time when I'm going to bust out my mind link ability. Mm. It is not language dependent. It sort of transfers information and sort of like in sort of useful ways, like in like in images and in sort of concepts and stuff like that. Um, but so that is probably going to be my um, uh, my strategy here. Try to get get close to one of these things and give it a give it a tap. Sure. So. Do, do you guys want to step through the portal now and, and start start working? Um, how many do we have to move? Do we know that? Four. All four of them off the island. Five of you, four of them. Should be easy peasy. Wrap it up, lemon squeezy. If we so, were to try to mount them, I mean, if they're not trained, then they would not obey, right? I mean, that's a safe assumption. They would probably react probably. the same way you would if I tried to ride your piggyback style. What are you doing? Okay. Get off of me. <laughs> this hurts. Those kind of things. Patrick, do I think that I could maybe use intimidate to try and keep them from going certain directions? You can you can certainly try. Uh, Intimidation is a universal language of you. That, that's that's it a, is it is not language dependent. We know from we we talked about I think last so week. Perhaps one of the things we can try to do is we can try to position Devasho where we don't want them to go. Uh, same thing with Echo Seven. I also have a plus twelve to intimidate, mm-hmm. so we could cool. so we could try to wrangle. I have eleven. My glare, uh, glare, good enough. Devasho's intimidate, I think is the highest 18 yeah sure so if you want to keep them from maybe crossing back over to the island once you have them across might be something to do um so yeah you guys can step through the portal feel the same odd sensation as you're kind of teleported uh from the prodigal stone the forever reliquary uh across the galaxy uh, time and space to this location where where the the comet has traveled and perhaps looking up in uh Trintril's the third sky you see just like the the faintest wisp of a, a star with a a a comet's tail in the night sky and yeah that one let me give, let me give you a, a good taste of some of the the art you'll get here in alien archive four for Things like this. Oh boy, it's very colorful. I do not like. That's so hot. Yeah, there there are a lot of colors on these bad boys. It looks like a, like a crawdad. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a colorful, it's like a mantis shrimp uh, mixed with a crawdad. Pillar. Yeah, I mean, they're they're weird things, and they're definitely. I mean, they're almost the size weight size of a a full grown trox, but they are of course much lower to the ground and kind of longer. I mean, not nothing. Maybe we just get some 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 butter and a fire going, and we can just solve our problem right now. <laughs> you got a stew going, baby. <laughs> um, yeah. So what's what's first? There's uh, you can kind of tell some back in the forest munching on leaves, not within your um, uh, field of vision immediately here, but there's a couple on the 
land bridge side of the island that you can easily see here. Um, what would you like to do first? I think Xenia is feeling pretty bold. I mean, she knows a lot about, you know, insectoid creatures. Um, can I try to toothless this situation and try to make friends with one? Yeah. What, try what to coax of, it. What kind of role do you want to make here? Um, I don't know. What would that be? Um, oh, I can tell you if you want to make friends with an animal here in Starfinder, that is going to be a survival check. Okay, um, I can do survival. Calm them, get within a, a radius. It's a 26? Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, perhaps one of them will like move backwards a little ways away from you, and another one will move forward, perhaps a little uh, curious as to, uh, to what exactly you are. You want to step forward to it? It seems, you know, seems like... <laughs> You've made friends with a cow, a large cow that has stopped <laughs> grazing and is now uh, curious as to what exactly you could be. Yeah, I think she would uh, pick a leaf off of a nearby plant and, you know, hold it out, uh, offer it to the thing. Um, Next time it, we meet sentient species, I'm going to ask what kind of food it eats. <laughs> I'm going to try the same <laughs> strategy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it will, you know, it'll munch on that and seems pretty docile and will make some of these humming and, and clicking noises that you've you've heard about with them. Uh, it seems pretty, uh, pretty positive uh, to your presence right now. Right. Will it follow me if I walk backwards? Uh, no, no, I think it just kind of will stare at you from from afar maybe take a step back if you if you move back as well um can i uh try to approach this one and uh use mind link on this guy the one that zinnia has calmed already yeah 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 i'll try to i'll try to approach uh gently and survivally as well. <laughs> well, we, this one's already calmed. Uh, tell us about Mindlink. Uh, you mentioned that was something that potentially you would use against the LSPs in that first trial. Um, yeah, so as a mystic, I can use this as a spell-like ability at will, although only once uh, per day on any individual. Um, but, yeah. If I'm if there's a big crowd of people, I can use it on each and every one of them if I want to. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a standard action. It's a spell -like ability, uh, standard action to cast. Um, range is touch, and then if you uh, in that one standard action, you can communicate up to ten minutes of information. Um, so, in in the case of these creatures, you would probably want to do audio, visual, olfactory kind of information yeah yeah it's you can you can transmit emotions and stuff like that but yeah mm -hmm. just uh just uh but specifically not language dependent and so um well it's good because these guys have no language so <laughs> yeah. so uh yeah go forward and is there uh, a will associated with it um uh yeah will negates it's harmless but um mm -hmm. if they're not sure they can make a will safe if they like Okay, I'm guessing Will is probably their worst. It is. So, <laughs> what's the DC here? Uh, great question. I have no idea how spell-like abilities work in Starfinder. Um, I'm pretty sure for this one, it it'll 
it would work as your highest level because it uh do, do, do. it's a class ability i think so yeah um okay uh then in which case it would be 18 let's see here Ooh, 15 on the dice uh it doesn't want to communicate with you apparently <laughs> uh it, you you spend the time you know blasting Ugh. knowledge into its mind but it uh it just looks at you like <laughs> what it'll make some clicking and humming that seems to soothe you as a sheeran spellcasters stink <laughs> but you can do that against spellcasters stink <laughs> you, you can do that against the the other ones right even though yeah i can i can do try against other ones once yeah. per person per day yeah how many cows are going to rebuke you before you're Pro- probably all of them i bet they all oh, have will cow. plus 18 or whatever the hell a quadruple cow stupid animals i roll the 15 on the dice <laughs> I hate animals. What? Uh, I hate Starfighter. I hate spellcasting. You see your. I'm gonna be a. I'm gonna be a Solarian <laughs> next. <laughs> you see your soldier striking out in diplomacy, Zinnia, uh, with this one that you've calmed. Uh, what would you like to do next? Um, it was. It was such a good shot, but <laughs> here I go with my high dice rolls again, just ruining your guys' plans. It's pretty much how it goes. <laughs> Remember last week when Tyler didn't roll uh, any good numbers <laughs> on a D20? Uh, well, yeah, listen, to be honest, I've kind of given up on this show, and I'm just all in on the pirate show. <laughs> hey, I'm patreon.com <laughs> slash uh, Cosmic Crits. All, Tyler, you break my-, my heart with your rolls. You break my heart with your statements. I'm so sorry. I mean, I, I love this show, but I feel like the rolls have given up on me, and I'm just going to reciprocate by giving up on the rules. So. Tyler I mean, to be, be fair, imagine. Roll20 definitely likes you as a pirate more than as yeah. a Starfighter Tyler, player. You, you need to make a, a, a Technomancer or magic user that just makes enemies roll um, DC That's saves. Maybe, maybe maybe I'll take over his stuff. Kurt can play a character he likes and uh, and I don't have to roll dice for attacks and stuff. <laughs> Rebecca, what's your, what's your thoughts on this one? Uh, I just realized I could have taken 20 to identify these things. So uh need to stop forgetting them a biohacker some of the time. Oh, uh, yeah. But hey, don't worry. You you know it's two main abilities and <laughs> probably not much else that would help you out here. I, I, I can tell you, Will, is it's worth safe. <laughs> what if... What if... Uh, Devasha, whoever has the whoever has the best strength skill. What if you got behind one and pushed? But that's that an easy helpful? way to get kicked in the face. Oh, that's true. Yeah, if these think, are like think, cows. What's sad is if you suggest that Devasha's he doesn't know anything, so he'd do it. He would probably <laughs> try it. You're the you're the science expert, so you want me to push a cow bug? I'll push a cow bug. As, as Devasho makes its way his way over there, uh, Echo Seven would stop him and show him this clip on Space Tube of a space cow kicking a space farmer in the space face. Zinnia, yeah. at, at Trust, Trust would Trust would show him a video of somebody doing cow tipping <laughs> and show him how great it was. So you should definitely go do it. Yeah, I, I, I should say both Zinnia and. Trest, you're all, you're all up on this first one. Both of you f- feel like this one is docile enough that you might be able to lead it out, um, you know, by slipping a rope around its 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 body or ride it out with a oh. a a successful check. 
Oh, oh well, I could write seems, it out? It seems easier than, than trying to use space magic on it. If you can I get thought it, that wasn't an option. If you think you if if you can get up on it, mount it without spooking it, and uh, perhaps make a appropriate survival check, you think you're you think you might might have it. This one. All right, I I can try to do that. Does flying help me here? Oh, oh that's a thirty-four. Yeah, so flying, you can get up on it without jostling it whatsoever. And I mean, you can make yourself weigh like nothing on its back too if you really wanted, but you can just like kind of gently steer it, get everyone else out of the way uh, right across the the land bridge, you know, not going super fast, but uh, fast enough to to count one of the three done. Um, Anybody else got uh, some survival? If if not, I'm going to go ahead. and uh, Sprouts does. Uh, yeah, well, uh, why don't you, why don't you see if see if you can make friends with a bug? All right, we'll see how this uh, this turns out. <laughs> so you, you you going up to one mouse? Yes, uh, that's Echo, a thirty three. Is Echo Seven going with you, or are you? No, this, this is a sprouts. This is a sprouts <laughs> move. Echo Seven survival uh, is like negative five. He, he can, oh God, they're gonna eat sprouts! <laughs> oh no, I forgot they're herbivores. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this one that you come up to seems very receptive. Uh, perhaps uh, like the mandibles will open up and they'll like sniff and then like lick you a little bit and be like, "No, that's not that's not food. That's a flower. <laughs> Got to let that sprout." Oh, hey, that's your name. <laughs> Gotta let uh, you become a full-fledged tree. Everybody unsubscribe. As you're, um, as you're looking at this one uh, through the bushes, just a big honking click harp comes through. Uh, this one much larger than the rest, perhaps 12 feet tall and 15 feet long. Kind of just looking over what's happening here. Um, but you seem to have calmed this smaller one down. Do you want to try the same thing that uh, Zinnia did? By- yeah. <laughs> okay. Giddy so you up. Got, you got to try and climb up on the back of of this one if you want to to indeed uh, scale it. Um, okay. That's going to be an athletics check to climb. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, my athletics is negative one. <laughs> Six on the dice. Yeah, you start Ooh. climbing up and perhaps fall down into the sand and it'll it'll just kind of like scamper away. Can I like jump on it and use acrobatics instead? Um, that's a great question. Um, for leaping straight up like 10 feet or so, it will be a athletic check as well <laughs> to oh, jump man. if memory serves. You don't have a, a jetpack or jump jets or anything yet, right? Uh, that's a great question. At this point in the campaign, people start picking those kinds of things up and and not telling me. So, yeah, I you found I, a jetpack. Somebody has a jetpack. Yeah, but I thought I bought it's on, not sprout size though. I should say. Also, no. I could have put them up there, but I didn't want to spook the spook the bug. I'll give also, you guys I, one more chance. Someone else, trust you want to try and take this one over from Sprouts? Climb on its back. Um. Uh, sure. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's try let's try let's try some of that. Uh, and I do have a jetpack. Okay. So boost right on top of it. There. Make me another survival check. 
Uh, 25. All right. Success number two. You're able to get this one right across the land bridge. Yes. Come on. Come on, little doggies. All right. There are two left. One of them, uh, a huge click harp. Another comes out of the bush is uh, is a normal size, 10 feet across. Um, Who's next? Who wants to? Do we want to just keep going down this route? Just try and make friends. Yeah. Although Echo 7 is going to move over here to prevent it. Which is the one that has the wings? I think this one here and the the smaller one. Okay. So you can uh, see it doing just kind of like um kind of like chicken flies, so jump up in the air and like kind of flutter down a little bit. Whoop. All right, Echo 7 is going to move to the north of the map just to try to if 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 it tries to make a run to spook this one um mm-hmm. the big one back into the center. Okay. Uh, you I mean yeah, you can try and get behind it to make it go an opposite way if need be. Cool. If that makes sense. <clears throat> um, right. Who wants to go next? Can Zenia try again, or am I stuck with the first one? No, go right ahead. Right. I think it might take you like try with this little one. Ten minutes or so to get this one across the the land bridge and then like come back. Uh, Thirty one on that survival check. Yeah, so you've calmed yet another one of these down. Um, uh, boy, howdy. There's there's a possibility that you can fail this, so go ahead and roll me that survival check while you're on its back. All right. Oh, Ooh, that's a 35. There's a zero Ooh. chance of failure if you roll natural 20. So third <laughs> one down. We've only got this large one left to deal with. I'm going to try to mind link with this one right here. Okay. The leader of the pack. Vroom, vroom. All right. So first, <laughs> make me a survival check to to approach it. Uh, 19. Ooh, okay. That one, that that is not going to be enough. It is indeed going to go back into the forest away from you and is click harping its way towards you, Drew. Is this is this the time for an intimidate check? Does it you seem try? does it seem like it is is agitated? Uh, I mean, it's it's definitely beating haste away from from trust. Okay, I'm gonna try to to spook it back into the. Into the 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 path that intimidate check, Devashi. How, how, how so? What are you doing? Uh, so I'm gonna I activated I'm gonna activate face 2.0 Ooh, with a bunch of flashing lights and a bunch of big arm that's movements. Cannon. <laughs> that's cannon that you have that cannon. Ooh, that's only a seventeen. Uh, excellent. That's a failure. It's gonna just run right through you and uh i think, I think can you use a strength a, check to stop it from running through me I think, uh, oh no i think it's gonna make it a little little attack as it comes through as it's uh as you're screaming at it and making lights and stuff in the the forest here it is going to likewise shriek in your direction just say a targeted blast of of sonic energy coming from from it uh, what's your EAC? 21. Oh, I rolled the 22. So that is a hit. Oop. For nine sonic damage as it kind of flees further into the, the forest here. Arr, almost off of the map. I go through so many combats with nothing targeting me or hitting me, but the the non-combat encounter, I take damage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have a, I have an idea. 
Is it possible to encourage these three that we have gotten across the bridge to do their whole trill thing in an attempt to lure the fourth, maybe calm it down and bring it mm-hmm. toward us? So it, you, you have to get them a good deal. They're, they're off the map as far as um, like where they would have to go to be to safety. So they would probably not be within an auditory range at that point, unless you wanted to bring them okay. back across to the island. So might be dangerous. Um, so messed up that one. Trest, do you want to try and stealth into the the bushes here and see if you can come up uh, come up against this this huge click harp again? Um, no, I would not like to stealth. Um, I might like to give chase if I can do that. Yeah, you can you can follow it in. I mean, it's cutting a pretty large swath through the undergrowth, so. I mean, it would be like a survival five just to follow it um, immediately. So it, it, it'll come to rest perhaps 100 feet away um, and just kind of goes back to grazing. Perhaps maybe it's a guard a little little up now. Okay. You want to try and uh, to soothe it again, to, to calm it again? Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Um, I mean, unless there's anything unusual about this one. Um, like it's got a wounded leg or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could heal, but um, no, no damage to it that you can see. Um, uh, do you do you want to have other folks uh, assist with this? Um, I mean, I'm reasonably competent with survival. I just have to roll <laughs> reasonably. So I'm just yeah. gonna go for it. Thirty. All right. Yeah, there were some negatives here, but that will be enough to once again, uh, this time, get up in its its range and perhaps um, get it to where I lay a hand on its forehead. Yeah, I can make me a will save, please. It'll be in a defensive mode, but it'll allow you to touch it because you're you're a small thing compared to it. Yeah. All right. We'll save. I got to roll bad uh, eventually, right? Uh, yep, there it is. Uh, six on the dice as a fail. What kind of imagery are you are you given to this click harp? Um, I'm giving imagery of the other click harps um, on the land on the other side of the land bridge, um, and they're eating lots of good uh, fruits and vegetables and leaves and such, and um, uh, and then images uh, of the place where I am, and then there's fire. <laughs> And uh, over there, there is cool breeze and uh, other click harps and lots of food. Make me uh, another survival check. Does Tress know what an attractive click harp might look like? Maybe it's just a click harp with, with lipstick and uh, like yeah. the Bugs Bunny click harp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, 17. It was on a 19 on the dice, uh, giving you some bonuses here. Um, it still seems reticent to to go with you. Perhaps it's a little worried, you know, and it will start like you can sense um, calling out for the other, the click harps. Uh, maybe you didn't see them walk across that that land bridge, but we'll go, go towards where it is. Um, but it does not allow you to lead it forward. Okay. That's perfectly reasonable. Yeah. Um, do you, uh, 
you want to try again? Does everyone want to try and help out? This is a big one. I mean, you can maybe put like a couple of lead ropes on it. and Yeah, I mean, uh, I was about to try to help out in terms of... Zenia can too. I mean, how many of us can assist? Um, I, I would say two people can assist one. Do you want to try and get up on its back, Zenia, and, and fly sure. it forward? Um, then I think both Sprouts and Trest auto-aid here, if memory serves. Yeah, probably. Go ahead and roll, right. Rebecca. 23. Okay. Um, yep, this is a little little more difficult because um, we've had a, a failure here, but that is uh, just a success um, on a DC 25 yeah. without, a, uh, without a saddle to kind of ride slash guide this thing forward. And after that, you can just kind of take 10 to to move it forward across the land bridge like you did with these other ones. And uh, yeah, in the background, the volcano is kind of spewing forth ash and maybe little wisps of uh, flaming rock. Uh, but you guys managed to get this done uh, and get this last one across the land bridge in under an hour, which Ooh, is nice. About what it takes here. Put any solutions to this trial, including just beating up, doing a lot of lethally, non-lethal damage to all these click arps or caging once them we, and dragging we, them. We could have done that. Oh yeah. Once we've once we've completed the objective, was are there any caveats to what we do with the bug cows now? Um, just that they're off this island that's uh, about to be destroyed. Can we take one through the portal? Uh, yeah, if you call back to, to Tuva, she says that they could, you know, definitely find space for it on the um, uh, the island. We've got ourselves a mount, folks. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, Tuva would be like, I don't think you should take it on a war spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could take it on our... I mean, we're not going to take it into battle. Not a battle mount, but it's a recreational mount. Well, yeah, these things need months of training, so... Yeah. Also, Devasho, we don't have any place for the poop. <laughs> yeah, the, but one will will happily yeah, come with you. you. Just, Maybe the first one you, you talk I, with. You, you keep it in the in the cargo bay, and then you just move it out of the cargo bay. Open Listen, the bay, everything flies out, poop included. I hate to do this, but every season we've had a pet on the ship. And I've let all y'all pick whatever pet you've wanted every season. This season is I'm Rebecca's picking, pet. Uh, she got last season. <laughs> she gets every season. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, la- last season we had an Akata robot dog that you picked. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. What yeah, was the pet last that season? Was, that was my class. That was a drone. Mm. I didn't get to have fun with it. It was work and it sucked. Last season <laughs> was the baby Hobgar, right? And this is, and this is how... And this is how, Tyler, we know that you're not ready to own a little baby bug cow because... No, you're not a little baby bug cow. He wants the biggest one. That's not a little baby anything. No, the big one doesn't come through, but one of these smaller ones will. I would have taken... uh, Yeah, I mean, I would want to raise them from when they were young. I think that's the proper thing to do. Um, Devasho's adopted children would love to see the bug cow. I mean, that's... um, Zinnia, before you leave... uh, um, Trinity three, give me a life science check. Checking in on the local flora. Can I take twenty on this uh, as a biohacker? No. What would you be able to do that to, for? To identify, uh, it's a move action to take twenty to identify. No. Okay. But you're I, I, like, don't roll one. You probably got it. It's 
to 26. Oh, that's a failure. Good. Well, actually, it'd be a 29 if it's to identify. Identify what? Just an alien creature? This is not, I guess. This is not a creature. You do not see, perhaps, uh, because you're too nice of a character, how many lethal poisons can be made from some of the plants on the island, unfortunately. Oh, man. Sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm guessing your your uh, take 20 ability, is that uh, is that specifically for creatures or... Let me read what it says. Um, it's a move action to take 20 to identify life science for living and physical science for unliving, probably creatures. I don't have that written down. Mm. There. Um, then I'd say you'd be able to figure this out. Uh, you, you only get a certain amount of those per day, but you're, you have plenty of them, uh, I imagine. I mean, I, I think it's just part of my custom micro lab, as long as it's in range. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, there are several extremely poisonous <laughs> plants from which you can draw enough materials to create three doses of green lotus extract poison. If that's something your character think they'd be interested in doing. Uh, absolutely. What does it do? Oh, it's poison. Kills you. Kills you real good. <laughs> it's a murder poison. Kills you great. It murders. <laughs> What's it called again? Uh, green lotus extract. A uh, single dose, if it is just something you want to sell, is worth 1500 so you get 150 back on it, but it's a, a contact poison um, on the fortitude. So she, oh, she can put traits. those charisma. Yeah, weird. she can put those in the pew pew needle needle needle, right? Yep, that, that you know, can a few hours. Cool. Oh, crafting so, them. Oh, crafting them. Okay. I thought it was that it's a few hours to take effect. I'm like, so useless for us. Awesome. As soon as you come back through the portal with a, a click harp in, in tow, uh, there is applause on the other side <laughs> as not all of the sacred assembly can contain themselves with how well you've done. Not only this trial, but the, the other ones as well. Um, uh, Tuva says, you know, we, we still must meet and discuss your performance on the trials as a whole, but congratulations on your success with these click harps. Uh, none of them were hurt and all of them will live long lives, including this one, which we will we will check in with and make sure is is trained well. Uh, we will come back to these, this tribe here on this planet uh, and... And, and perhaps release it back with with some information and understanding. Perhaps with some robotic upgrades, some lasers for eyes. <laughs> well, perhaps with just a tracking device or something along those oh. lines. So oh, we can that's, that's also better cool. study it. Yes, oh, of course. Yes, yes. Uh, right. Trial number th- three down. You guys are just like knocking sacred trials of of Hylax out the park uh, this week. <laughs> This entire yes. episode of the podcast. I wish, I wish it'd be fun if actual sacred trials worked like this. You just kind of show up, you throw a dice on the ground, comes up with a number, you pass the sacred trial. Tyler, don't lie. You hated these. You hated not punching stuff so much. <laughs> I mean, no, that's not true. I I didn't like the I didn't like the second one. <laughs> <laughs> the, the where oh, you I mean, couldn't do you mean you mean the one where anything. you where you could quote couldn't do anything and then realized you could just take ten on it and succeed every time but still refuse <laughs> to do that. It's the principle, Drew. It's, it's not the principle. principle it's not the principle. Yes. The principle yes. is just doing the if thing you're that you can a, do. 
If you're playing a video game and you discover an item duplicate glitch, would you use it? No. I, 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 no Tyler, game Tyler when, we get to, when we get to the end of disc two in Final Fantasy VII and you find the W item material, we will be using an item duplication glitch and you will have 99 mega elixirs. It will be awesome. Uh, Thursdays, typically, <laughs> I've mis- on twitch.tv slash Cosmic Crit. Um, Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, this is not a glitch, Tyler. This is just this is just the way it works. It's not a glitch; it's a feature, and you need to use it. Gosh darn it! I mean, nah, it's fine. You did great, guys. We're all proud of you. You, I you didn't do great, but please be proud of me. Somehow you've survived the treacherous trials of Hylax, and there are yeah. very few uh, dangers but, that they. they <laughs> they're very minor dangers of, of of Hylax. Yeah, uh, that yeah. last one wasn't really. It was kind Last of weird. One, uh, honestly, making the the peace between the Noir and the um, the Goran was very difficult. That final DC was thirty nine, I think. Yeah, that, that one compared to the the bug cows are totally not the same. Dif- I mean, they're just very two different levels of difficulty and uh, yes. stress. <laughs> I um, prefer the yeah. space bug cows. You have another uh, day or so here before you are called back into the uh, the chamber for your kind of like, I guess, final verdict with them. Is there anything else you guys want to do around the Forever Reliquary before, uh, before that? Remind me again why we were doing the trials. Like, what were we mm-hmm. trying to prove we... Prove your worth in the the eyes of the sacred assembly before they entrust you with the secrets of the temple. Which okay. right, I mean, because because I guess the idea being we came here because we thought that the swarm was trying to get here, so we thought we'd get here first. But now we need to know why the swarm wanted to get here, and that's what we're doing this for. Is that the idea? Perhaps, though, uh, Sprouts Marlowe has already <laughs> figured it out, basically, <laughs> uh, in, in talking with some of the monks here. Um, indeed, that uh, I believe that there is a sacred object known as the Crown of Hylax that uh, perhaps Tuva has kept secret from you thus far. But that is, is there some reason that we would want that or... Question that somebody would want that or for her. Yeah, well, it's it's what we think that the uh, it is is what this temple is was set up to protect and to uh, perhaps hide from the universe. Mm. So if it's just made out of those crystals that Zinnia stole from that first one, I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's fine. Definitely not that. <laughs> Don't look ahead <laughs> in the book at all, anyone. <laughs> um, so you guys want to fast forward to to your decision of the sacred assembly uh yeah yeah sounds great uh right and it is uh not in the um uh the same portal chamber as you're you're done there we are moving uh just straight back um you're brought to the main assembly hall where you were first uh, brought in front of the congregation though despite what it might say on the rule 20 map uh, it is completely empty and the the door is barred from the other locations for this this private engagement with the the assembly and you guys are brought on stage with tuva who once again is in her kind of like royal abbot robes and um and finery um she will invite you up and and 
gives a, a fairly long speech where she says, uh, brave new friends, Hylax and I must give you congratulations for you five have truly demonstrated that you can champion the Forever Queen's ideals through your examples here in the trials as well as your military careers. And so, proving yourselves, I I have something for you. Uh, she'll reach into a cushion-lined metal box and brings forward, indeed, a magical crown. And I've got some artwork of what exactly this looks like for you guys. Do you see it here in the, the middle? Yeah, it's like charred topaz. It's like it, black on the ends. It looks like the first epic item I ever got in World of Warcraft. Um, bits of, of chitin kind of form the base and three spires resembling mandibles point skyward on this um, insectile crown. Uh, there's clusters of iridescent wing fragments forming the stars atop the crown. And it is extremely beautiful, though oddly off-putting at the same time. It's hard to look away from and look at. The crown of Hylax. Perhaps, Sprouts, you have some inkling of this. I believe this could be what the swarm has been searching for. An artifact that has a godlike power to it. And what is that power? Magic. Energy. The the collective power of Sheeran and and insect might to break away from the swarm. Hundreds of years ago, Hylax directed the creation of this crown by Shiran priests on the planet Suskalen at a place now called Clutchstone Ridge. It resonated with natural crystals of that area and imbued its creator and the landscape with a holy psychic energy that is unlike anywhere else in the entire universe. Yeah, Drew. It's, it's made to resonate with those crystals, indeed. Ooh, wh- what? Oh, my. Its purpose, though, was unclear. And so it was brought here to the Prodigal Stone for study, protection, and spurring on the creation of this monastery and our studies. So then, what have you discovered about this crown? She'll hold it up kind of to the light of the, the temple's uh, lighting system above and, and smiles faintly and well, the reason behind this this trinket's creation has eluded us until now, but Hylax granted me visions of your arrival and of you taking the crown to help defeat a great threat. She looks around kind of conspiratorially and uh, she does says, uh, I I am certain the, th- the threat within the swarm is primarily from an entity that you have perhaps called the God Host. Her eyes kind of narrowing as she says it. The swarm has always been a source of destruction, but in its never ceasing evolution, it has created something truly terrifying the colossal multi-headed monstrosity that you have seen on Suskelin. It is primed to absorb and amplify divine energy. And I think it is seeking the crown of Hylax. It could take perhaps 
a portion of Hylax's power for its own, disperse it through the hive mind and making the swarm omnipotence in some way. Uh, the kind of mood of, of the sacred assembly around Tuva grows grim and uh to on and say, we cannot allow this to happen. Though the crown holds the potential for great calamity, it can also be our salvation. Hylax has shown me the way. You will take the artifact into a, a realm of, of psychic energy, a place that represents this god host's subcolonies connection to the greater swarm hive mind, and you will unleash the crown's true capacity there. It will not stop the entire swarm, but it may be enough to disorient the subcolony that has taken Susklin, enough for your armies to push back on that planet, perhaps enough to be able to destroy their leader, the God Host. That is a lot of information. <laughs> yes, yes, it sounds like we really have our work cut out for us. How do we get to, the, to this psychic plane? But, but before we, we answer that question, Echo 7 would right now like to reference the 1980s uh, oh, commercial. Thanks, thanks for doing that. <laughs> Crossfire. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Thank you for that, Drew. Is that it? Is that it? Jibber's dying on the <laughs> Not you'll get caught up in it, or... That, that's Cross it? Fire. <laughs> All right, good. Uh, Thank you. Thank you very much for telling Jibber to shut up so we can have a <laughs> crossfire conversation. <laughs> Jibber, stop interrupting Drew's crossfire commentary. <laughs> Um, yeah, as wow. uh, as she says this, Tuva will like kind of psychically align herself, shift some magic powers, and you feel once more the the comet, the Forever Reliquary, making a jump through space, uh, not unsimilar to the the shift you feel between planes as you move into drift space, but. Uh, as soon as it starts, about 30 seconds later, uh, it ends, and uh, she says, we have traveled once more into the system of Suskelin, where I will be able to perform a ritual that will connect this place with the god host's connection to the swarm hive, and in doing so, allow you to transport yourselves from here into it's mind's eye. But, but we still have our ship, right? Where you are going, the ship will not be able to help you. It is a a, a realm of, of purely psychic energy brought about by the swarm and their connection. You will be interlopers there. And for my visions, it will not be an easy fight. But it is something that I have seen the champions of Hylak succeed in doing, and I know you will be up for it. What will we face there? Anything and everything the god host can imagine. You will bring with you what is in your own minds and hearts as well, champions. This is difficult to process, but we also have superiors and people we should inform if we are going to make such a bold move. Is there any way we can send out a communication before we are transported into this realm? 
you can send one from our location. Uh, she'll bring up like a, a holographic map of the system, and they're they're pretty far out. They're like on the the edges of the Susculan system. So sending a message to Ultranius will be hours in and hours out. So she'll say, you know, you definitely have enough time to send said messages, um, but not enough time to, to receive them and, back. And that's fine. I'm not looking to receive. I mean, the whole idea is that if we're victorious, we might have a chance to push back. So we need, we need troops to be ready to push back and understand yeah. like, you know, no, we, need, we need them to there. mobilize and be ready to, <laughs> Although, to roll. Although while writing it up, Devasho understands like this sounds like fiction, even in science fiction. <laughs> what <laughs> what is what am I trying these? Like, I do not know how to explain any of this. This all sounds wildly out of place. I think Zenia is super distracted because she's like kicking herself for giving that crystal away. She gave it to the research conglomerate. Mm-hmm. The one that she got from Susquehann. True that, true that. Yeah, it might be the last known example of what uh, what might be working in conjunction with this crown. Hmm. New podcast rule. We always steal the crystals and we always keep the crystals. <laughs> From now on. From now on. <laughs> no matter no matter what the consequences might be. <laughs> yep. We're just I really am not gonna be happy if we see just some level twenty technomancer with a crystal. It's like, oh, oh no! Oh, oh, no. Should have taken the crystal. Dang. Hashtag crystal keepers. Yeah. Crystals like in his forehead. It's like oh, I see everything. <laughs> <laughs> Controlling all the swarms. Like attack them. Oh boy! I've done that the whole time. <laughs> I know. It's Had to put salt Lodge in the wound. Just like, oh, get them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure, sure Lodgewort has the crystal right now. So no! uh, I know, I know. That oh, definitely man. won't necessarily I would, 1,000% happen. I would love it if the swarm were able to, you know, corrupt people to like turn them into weird amalgamation things and have it happen to Lodgewort so we could <laughs> off him. Just turns into like a creepy half bug, the fly monster. Yeah, exactly. And then you get to. <laughs> I mean, I that mean, would I, be. Cool. Uh, Sprout, Sprouts clearly thinks that that he's up to something, anyway. You know, he's had, he's had this grudge for for a while. So but, who's who's yeah. to say that 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 he doesn't isn't controlling the swarm? I think the um, last time we went into Sprout's room, there was a bunch of uh, red string tacked up to load with everything leading to Lord George's face. A <laughs> hundred strings all going over the place, and you, you were on Ukrainian like, death cult question mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, there's like one random thing that circle just says, "This is the key." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, back to the crown of Hylax. Uh, any questions before she starts? The ritual starts you guys down the path here. Hold on. So I think I missed something. So the crown, where she is sending us is pure psychic energy. And we will only have what's in our minds to protect us. Like, does that mean no weapons? Does that mean no crown? Like, what is the purpose of the crown if this is all psychic energy? Um, She says, you know, the, the, the crown will protect you to a certain extent but it is a a weapon of destruction. You must carry it with you to the end of of the swarm's psychic subcolony. And there you will be able to disrupt them 
with the crown. It is something you will find out along the way, but you will understand when the time comes what must be done. Thank you for not being cryptic at all. As I said, I've seen it happen, but I've not, I do not know the mechanics that DC required. (laughs) (laughs) While I will assure you, if you take this task on, you will be successful. Though some of you might fall, you will give your people the chance they need. It will not kill the swarm, but it will not free them either. It will allow you just a fighting chance to, to take on and stop this God host. But that is if you all agree to be Hylax's champions and take on this quest to stand against the swarm and your best bet at taking them on. We shall. Um, the sacred assembly here, like one lights some incense and candles around this main dais uh, and two others, um, Rascor and them will bring out uh, some small boxes of gifts. <laughs> Um, inside one of them, um, here we go. Uh, Rashkor will say, you know, may, may these help protect you all. Uh, though they are only, there's only two gifts in here. Uh, one is a ring of cosmic alignment. And the other is a, a mantle of willpower. Mine is a, um, is a, a, a walrus who's got a bucket. And he's he's keeping the bucket away from the zookeeper. <laughs> That's what my gift is. <laughs> it's a gift. That's a great gift. Yeah. Uh, the mantle of willpower is a, a worn magical item and gives you a saving throw against mind affecting effects. And it's pretty expensive. And then uh, I think we've had a ring of cosmic alignment on the show before. It's a solarian uh, ability booster that I think allows you to go between modes faster memory serves yeah it's it's sellable (laughs) (laughs) you're like oh thanks very much it's super expensive (laughs) and super disposable thank you (laughs) how much will you give me for this (laughs) (laughs) cosmic alignment very useful to solarians also give us all your credits (laughs) we are so broke I can't afford I need armor This does me no good. I need heavy armor. I haven't had heavy armor since book two. Give me <laughs> heavy I have, armor. I have an idea. I have a. I have that um, micro lab. Uh, I just said that very suddenly. Can we just um, like grind these down into the? Yeah, into the UPBs or something, and yeah. like make armor out of it. Or yeah, something? just make contact with these gift givers uh, yeah. while you do it. Just be like shredding this <laughs> sacred <laughs> mantle of willpower that's been handed down to you. Right honestly, in front of them. honestly, <laughs> turn it into goo and make it into like. A- <laughs> Honestly, if we can put the crown into the micro lab, I'm willing to do it. I will shred that crown to get armor. I will it's do a relic anything. And it's, it's priceless, so it makes I will, zero. I will, the, I will put the bug cow into the shredder. <laughs> wow. God, who's making this going? You monster. Okay. Well, I was about to uh, point out that they open up their armory to you and, and oh, give you some weapons and armor, but now you don't get it because you're looking to get forward to no, the metal. No, it was all jokes. These are jokes. It's like 11 or 12 oh, armor they're about to give to you, and now I'm like, oh, I don't think they deserve God, it. God, it's all for the fun. 
bodies. I love my armor. I've got a big shield. It's all no. Um, Yachurin, one of the Han, uh, will will come up to you as um, Tuva kind of like sheds some of her heavier robes and starts to prepare for this this ritual. Uh, they're they're outside the the main assembly hall's doors here, and uh, we'll be like. Tavasho, Tavasho, <laughs> you you need armor. We got your armor over here, buddy. Oh my gosh, I'm dying for some armor. <laughs> this is, I, I think I've grown two inches since I bought this. It's it's chafing me something bad. Oh, um, and I do imagine that since Tavasho isn't, I mean, it hasn't been that long, but Tavasho isn't as corrupted anymore. So I imagine he has put on some weight and changed in size. So there is kind yeah, of a. It's been like I, three days or so, but you're you're gaining weight now and can sleep yeah. and all those nice things that you like to do when you're not cursed. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> packing in more food. Uh, so yeah, if they have a way to, if he has op, if he has options for something that might fit better, he would certainly take it. Right. So, um, yet churn the female, um, Han has a number of things for you guys, including, uh, Two batteries, one high capacity battery and one super capacity battery that they don't really use. And in addition to that, <laughs> and I make this up. There's armor somewhere. <laughs> oh, there's uh, in dish that um, in the armory, um, 1000 credits worth of supplies. So you can draw from that ammo or you guys can take a couple of serums worth of stuff. Uh, there is armor that they cannot wear, including a suit of white carbon, uh, carbon skin armor, which I believe is light and a from armory, um, the Starfinder armory, a mining Jack three set of heavy armor. Okay. <clears throat> um, in addition to that, they have a number of non-lethal grenades, including uh, four Mark II flash grenades and four Mark II sticky bomb grenades. You guys writing this down? We'll get, it. We'll get to it later. But if anybody wants anything right now from that, um, if you want to get that armor suited so you can wear it, they can um, the three Han can kind of like help you fit into you, it. You I said mining jack. You said mining jack three, right? Correct. I I mean Sprouts would be definitely good? interested in the uh, it's white it's skin. plus fifteen uh, plus yeah. nineteen. Yeah, Zinnia and I almost the... didn't give it to you because you were a jerk. <laughs> 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 it's level ten armor. What? Yeah, That's it's awesome. The white carbon skin is level ten. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. No, I, I, I'm talking about the heavy armor. Oh, That's oh, what I'm well, talking the light about. Is I, too. I, I want I want some of that. <laughs> so oh. do I. Gosh. <laughs> Let's see who gets hit most often. Meeny, meeny, meeny. You get well. You guys got yeah. One set of light, one set of heavy. Do you want to roll off for it now or no? Um, I, I think with the heavy, uh, Tyler. Last time I took the heavy. I think this time it is your turn. You take the heavy. Oh, thank you, my dude. It is dice. That's a huge upgrade. Oh yeah. Uh, for for Devasho, who was rocking a. My KAC bonus was 12, and now it's going to 19. That is a That's massive intense. difference. Uh, so, yeah, I think I'm good for a while now. Awesome. Um, so we just have we just have the one the one set of the carbon skin. Correct. So, uh, what are you wearing currently, Miles? 
Uh, I am currently wearing uh, the freebooter armor. I am in Vesk Brigadine 2. So I have a, a, a plus 5 to EAC and KAC right now. And carbon skin would be twelve and fourteen, respectively. Right, that's a massive upgrade. Yeah, it's a, it's. I mean, for both of us, it's a it's a massive, and it's still about twice as much for me. I have a plus six and a plus eight. I think. Anybody want to just th- anybody would want to throw out a guess how much that ring of cosmic alignment costs? <laughs> just a guess. I don't know, like how much? Three thousand credits. Twenty-five thousand. Twenty-five thousand credits is what oh. that costs to do. That, that, sell to do, that. You sell yeah. that and get well, another piece of that, uh, that carbon armor, yeah. and we're, we're exactly. good to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's it sells for nothing, <laughs> but it's worth twenty-five thousand credits and for for literally. If your place is Salarian, you are not going to use it. Like. <laughs> Almost ever. I can't imagine why I would use its ability. It's cool, but is it 25,000 credits cool? Remind us what it does. So what it allows me to do is become unattuned and then reattuned to the other alignment as a swift action. It's not completely like reattuned, like reattuned all the way, fully attuned? No, one. Just one. Yeah, that's lame. Yeah, so if it's it not swung like, you in the opposite direction so that you're fully attuned, like with photon or whatever, all of a sudden that would be awesome. But yeah, yeah. that's I feel like fine. we dealt with this yeah. with Alindra in season one and, and we had the same Alindra reaction. got one, but I don't think I've played with it. Um, yeah, because it also it. only Guys, works. I hate Tyler. Um, well, who's taking the carbon skin armor? <laughs> Just uh, I mean, should we roll <laughs> way off, off track or? here? I guess sorry, we'll roll, I'm sorry. I don't think either of us can technically afford it, but um, yeah, we can roll off. Um, um, yeah, Just I, yeah. I think I think I think I think our sort of system is you're allowed to go into negatives. It's like you're not allowed to like grab more loot when you're in the negatives. And so that's sort of the. All right. So D twenty roll. Oh, let's. A six Ooh, for Rebecca. Bad. Oh no! Oh, what a one. one for Miles. <laughs> wow, uh, Miles, I'm Miles, your EAC and KAC is uh, the guy whose shoulders you're standing on. <laughs> Who probably? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, I still just I just want the armor. But yeah, that's pretty good set of armor. Might do you until the end of the campaign. Who knows? But um, uh, you are able to get it fitted um, as Tuva will start the ritual for for um, what she she has here to do and says the, the first part of this plan I must perform a ritual to open the way to the other side to the other realm and it will take some time but I will be done and return before you know it she puts a clawed hand on your shoulder Devasho and says you, you can lead them through this it will require all of your skills, your entire team's abilities, but you will be able to make it through the other side. If you remember what I told you, I will do everything I can to make sure we are successful. Thank you for putting your faith in me. She'll wish all of you the best of luck and her eyes will go kind of milky white again as she begins just hovering in front of the statue of Hylax here in the, the great assembly hall, entering into a deep trance with tiny sparks of, of yellow energy kind of forming uh, along her, her appendages, her, her extremities, and then along the, 
points on the the crown of Hylax that's kind of floating in the air above her. I imagine her hands are kind of like outstretched in front of it. Um, about uh, ten minutes later, as you guys are armoring up and and equipping, uh, Mir Shamir kind of like goes into his comms and says, "What? They were they were they what?" Uh, you hear maybe some alarms going off as uh, the comet's sensors seem to have detected something. He'll come back to you, go and say, "Council, it is impossible, but the the swarm there, they're on their way here right now." I, they must have successfully figured out how to get here. This is what we feared when we arrived. Oh, we were hidden within the comet, though. I, I don't understand. We've traveled through swarm systems before undetected. They solved our laundry machine puzzle, we, or however, whatever the thing was that led us here. You don't understand. We cannot, we cannot leave while the this ritual is going on. It'll, it'll break the connection, and we may not get another shot at this. Don't stand back. We shall defend the entrance to this place. He'll bring up like a holographic projection from his uh, data pad to show you all, though. And it, I mean, it is like. 50 swarm ships you can see just like descending on on the comets uh place in space almost like they were they were waiting for this uh they 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 will be here in a matter of moments they they will be through our defenses they will cut through them like paper so we gotta go <laughs> yeah mir Shamir will say that in, in a matter of minutes, the, the comet surface will be crawling with them, and if they have any capability to burrow, well, they'll they'll be in this chamber in in a matter of minutes. We oh, we have to burrow. buy time. This the, it, it it will take some time for this ritual to be complete, but uh, they will find this place if they are looking for the 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 psychic energy that Tuva is is exuding. Can we um, use the crown for this? Yeah, I was going to say the uh, if this crown is made from the same crystals that Zinnia used um, to daze the uh, the swarm back on Suscalon, mm-hmm. uh, can the crown be used here to uh, delay them once more? So the crown is part of the ritual. So oh. there's there's no. I mean, it's like fully enraptured in energy right now. Um, but I should say it's not really made of of crystal. The crown it, it resonates with the same energy as the crystals back on on Suskelin, though. So you can kind of like feel the same calming aura around it that you felt in at Clutchstone Ridge. But yeah, what are those crystals that Candle Rhyme had are they magical too, or are they just crystals? Just no, they're things. they're like gems more than anything, okay. you know, like um, geodes and, and fine rocks that are but unrelated to this. Okay, completely. Yeah, um, Mir Shmir, uh kind of like looks through their their war catalog and says, "Well, well, we have a number of connecting tunnels throughout the comet. That if we were to place controlled detonations of explosions." Here, 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 and here. Kind of showing you guys a map. The the tunnels connecting all the various locations. Well, we can slow their advance and, and we might be able to push them back long enough to let us set up a defensive location. Uh, we can we can cut the time and 
and push minutes to perhaps an hour before they reach us. And that's all the time Tuvo will need to be bought to complete this ritual. That sounds like a valid plan. If you can get us the explosives, we will make sure that they are detonated. Champions of Hylax, are you all up for this job? Uh, there are, are four locations here. Do you, do you want to split up, perhaps send you in two directions at once in some kind of <laughs> that's, split the party that's, situation? That sounds optimal. We should absolutely do that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I'm, I'm, I was not joking. Do you want to do, do that? I mean, it sounds like uh, we're on a time crunch. I mean, do we have any choice? I feel like if we all go together to every location, it's going to take a lot longer, right? Sure. So we, do we want to do like a three and two situation? Uh, Trust and I should split up because we're the two frontliners. And the operator, the operative should split up, and that leaves uh, Echo 7 to right. go with one uh, group or another. Zinnia, come with me. We shall take the southern route. Clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop, clip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we get footsteps out of <laughs> Also, are you wearing That's why they pay shoes? me the big bucks. <laughs> you, it sounded like you're wearing Dutch Dutch clogs. <laughs> Trust wears Man, clogs. That's been in his character bio since day one. It hasn't come up yet, but uh, it's a real thing. I forgot my coconut shells at home, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So it sounds like you two are going to head off south, and then I've got Echo two tickets and to paradise. Won't you pack your bags? We leave tonight. That we can't means afford Echo that, Seven. Drew. We can't afford that. That means Echo Seven and Sprouts <laughs> are coming with you, Devasho. Oh. Sounds like it. Patrick, are we headed up north, or where's the, where's yeah. all these bombing locations? I honestly didn't think you guys were gonna take the bait that hard, so I'm. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, good. Furiously. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, bye, everybody. <laughs> Re- redirecting. No. Um, season three was to fun. Rework on my <laughs> enemies. <laughs> no, Drew, stop. No more karaoke. No, as you guys leave, obviously stepping forward to help you out, uh, Kiarth is going to go up to you, Devasho, and says, we fight for the forever reliquary with you all to the death if it needs to be. You have our hammers. Fantastic. Come with uh, us. Yachern and Newrich will obviously go with um, the, the smaller party, a.k.a. Uh, Zinnia and Trest and um, I think yeah, Kiarth along with Echo 7 Sprouts and Devasho. It's it's two parties of four, baby. <laughs> we got plenty of folks up in here, right? Got firepower. Absolutely. Here we go. Also, it's it's canon in Cosmic Crit. Patrick is excellent with swoop hammers. This man can roll a swoop hammer attack roll. I'll I've never seen never you. seen a man swoop like this man. This guy swoops. Down. I want to swoop, baby. baby. No. no karaoke, Drew. <laughs> we blew all our money on the first song. God. Uh, this man has two beers and he's karaoke all day long. <laughs> <laughs> and he's Harry Connick Jr. over here. <laughs> oh. Alrighty, so we are in initiative turn order here as you guys are running through what looks like, you know, caverns. Um, there might be 
ice stalag uh, tights uh, in the ceiling, kind of dripping down from the comet's surface below. And uh, you have marked out on an, an AR map through your comm units and, and data pads where you can see Mirschmir has marked these weak locations and given each of you a set of explosives. Um, each one you'll have to set two down and um, detonate remotely in order to collapse the tunnel. Uh, so let's go ahead and roll some initiative as you guys have broken into teams of two, taken the Hans with, and getting into uh, a very uh, long uh, split up combat, double combat as you can get readings and, and, and hear back from commands where Mirschmir is telling you how they are, they are breaching the surface currently. And Rebecca still beat those two who roll, who both rolled natural 20s. Yeah, I broke 20s for <laughs> Yachurn and Nurich. And Dania is still going first with them. <laughs> and Trest is there. I'm going to split these up into two, as confusing as I can make it. Uh, as we'll we'll take a turn in each combat uh, separately, if, if that makes sense. Um great sure. uh let's go first to party that rolled a little bit higher zinnia and trest with the hans yachern and new rich uh do you want them handling the explosives do you guys want to take them what would you like to do would that be an engineering to uh to handle to plant those no. you, you really just have to set them in place and you know like maybe plug in like one wires it is a full round action um so it's it's up to you guys um, I think I I will carry them uh, as uh, both of them. Well, I'll, I'll carry one of them. Uh, I feel okay. like we sh- we should we should allow we, we should uh, not put our our new friends at uh, at such risk of carrying these dangerous things. Zenia, would you carry the other one with me? Yeah, I'll carry the other one. Um, partly because they're they're carrying two-handed weapons, right? So if they're That's if they have point. their weapons out, we they wouldn't have any hands free to carry stuff anyway. So yeah, I mean That's they can, they have point. like you know little satchels and things that they can bring with them. But uh, let's see. Okay, as you uh, get to the point in the cavern where uh, you are to be placing these, uh, you hear the chittering of uh, perhaps swarm legs uh, and claws in the tunnel ahead of you guys. You can see just down the other side of the tunnel. Make sure I feel a little bit more here as they're oh, just man. off the map. Oh no, it's Some a knockdown boys. We've oh, seen before guys. in the form of Eskachides, but these are these look a little different from the ones you've seen before as they have two giant heads. Oh no, they're uh, double what? knockdown boys. With, with uh, the rhinoceros kind of horns on them <laughs> and back behind a uh, a swarm mind reaper uh, with them, and I will roll them into the turn order. Someone, someone was like, "We need to upgrade these escachides." Well, how you do say, we do that? You said that, Just but slap another one. head. I look at those boys and I think, "Which way did they go, George? Which way did they go? Which way did they go?" <laughs> Let's see here. The two-headed version is terrifying. They they gotta be unflankable, right? Um, I bet they're unflankable. It might be might be a, a ability of them. Uh, so they are they're just off the map here, but like forty feet away from you. We'll say moving in, and 
first in the turn order, though, is Zinnia. Uh, Zinnia, what did you roll? 19 on your initiative roll dice. So, yep, yes, going first as an operative. Um, okay, she uh, she can see these. Um, I think she is going to... Um, first of all, can I try to identify them? I've, I've fought them before, so I assume it would be an easy identify check, right? Uh, are, let me yeah. try to... These are on slightly the, on the different, so I will need you to to make that roll or take ten on it, whatever you want to do. Uh, I could take twenty as a move action. If you want to do that, you can as well. That gives me a forty. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> twenty will definitely be enough. Uh, these work just like the swarm escachides you fought on in, in book three, uh, where they they have the pummel ability, where they can knock you back if they uh, they beat your your KAC plus four with a their gore attack. Um, and uh, indeed, you have sussed out that they are unflankable uh, as per the ability <laughs> uh, as they've got a head swill in both directions. Uh, besides that, they seem to be f- uh, fairly similar to the, the other Eskachides that you, you killed before. What is their uh, EAC and KAC? Can I know that? Uh, yeah, I will allow it because uh, you've you've technically fought these before. Uh, EAC of eighteen, KAC of twenty. You can punch right through their armor with a, a well placed blast. All right, uh, so that was my move action. So I'm going to. Um, that means I can't trick on this, but um, I'm actually going to. I wonder if I should use my needler pistol and inhibit them somehow. Um, Do do. Um, I'm going to use a. Uh, I'm going to try to use a base, basic inhibitor to give them a penalty to their AC. Uh, just the one on the left. Okay, go ahead and make a attack roll. So it's an 18. Uh, that is it. enough because they are technically flat-footed uh, down there in the the dark, having yes. not gone. Wow. So it does five damage and gives them a negative two to their AC. Okay. So well, even even worse for that one. Uh, great. Um, it is your turn and your riches um, go next. The two Han that are escorting you guys, and they are ready to get on the front lines, but will hold back if you want them to. Uh, they they say, we, we are here to defend Hylax and you all, let us let us meet our foe head on, please. Uh, they are they are free to engage. Oh, Weapons boy. free, gang. All right, they've got the movement to. Uh, I think they got the movement this turn to get to these guys. They're probably pretty uh, fast. Yes, yes, they do. Yes, they do. Let's see. Ooh, no. Oh, they're big too. Really uh, they are large creatures. Yeah, large monstrous humanoids, and each of them is going to make an attack with a swoop hammer uh, against one of these Escachide. So, roll double 20s, double 20s, double 20s, double 20s. I swear, these two. Oh, better, <laughs> not. better not. Uh, so the first one, a nine on the dice, is a hit with the, the one that's got the reduced armor class. And the other is a 17. These are two hits. And they're bringing deep 10 swoop hammers down on them. Uh, I'm telling you, Patrick and these Watch hammers, those bugs. They're terrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, the first one is bludgeoning damage with the swoop. Actually, they don't even need to 
well, they, they, they like rush into these guys. They'll, they'll get right up next to them so they they can't fly away. Uh, first one is taking 18 points of damage. Well, that already took five points. So pretty good. You like to see that. And the next one's only taken 14 points of damage, bludgeoning, but a good start for turn one. Uh, next in the turn order, I believe I rolled. Uh, nope, it's Tress. Tress with an 18. All right. Um, I'm going to move up to this uh, blasting spot. Mm-hmm. Get ready to drop those explosives. Uh, yeah, but I still got me a little standard action. Mm-hmm. And I look back at this this fool back here. I remember they got some magical oh. abilities on oh, them. The, the Mind and Reaper I, does. And I'm saying, no, 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 you don't. And I reach out with my mind and I wrap a, and I wrap my mind around its head and I squeeze. It can make a fortitude save. Ooh, what's the spell? Uh, psychokinetic strangulation. Ooh, I've rolled a 16 on the dice. Oh, please. shut up. Uh. Fart you. <laughs> I don't Fart know what the fortune is. Give me a break. Every, every, you make every save, man. Every, every single spell. What's the DC? No, shut up. It doesn't it matter 16? what the DC is 18. if you rolled a 16, you butthole. <laughs> <laughs> well, like a negative fort. <laughs> uh, They're not having a negative fort. I'm just kidding. That's that's enough. They did yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 but wait, that's your so, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Oh, is there a an a ability? Yeah, it says, it says fortitude well? partial. I'm trying to figure out what it means to be partial. Oh, partial, you say? Mm. Uh, okay. Oh no, I see. You have the damage. By, oh, by passing it, yeah. So, still some damage to this one. Uh, yes, this will be three d eight. Oh boy! Oh, well, um, sixteen. So eight points of damage going to this guy. <laughs> okay, so you are not. Uh, you are not immobilized. You are still being choked, though. Ooh, ouch! So, it's- so you cannot breathe. So, if you like sustain this, you can. Uh, Wait, sorry, sorry. Going. Hang on a second. The creature can still attack with any of its weapons except any bites, uh, close parentheses, cast spells, and so on. Okay, so you can still cast spells and stuff. Never mind. I thought this spell did a very different thing. I didn't read <laughs> the spell very carefully, apparently. <laughs> What's it called? So cool. uh, psychokinetic strangula- strangulation. So, psychokinetics. Yeah. So, yeah. And I am uh, currently concentrating on it. And so. I will decide in the future if I want to stop. Okay, let's move on to their turn. Um, the the Escatrides are going to make pummel attacks versus these Han. Do I want to do double attacks? So, um, yeah, yeah, they're they're going to try gore twice each of the Hans. So let me do the first one. Oh. Doot, doot. Bad, good and bad. I've rolled a 12 and a 2. Uh, the 12 is a hit. The 2 is obviously not. We roll for the other one before I start doing damage. Bring its huge horn-like appendage. Ooh, I've rolled a 17 and a 16. That's oh. two hits on Nurich, uh, the other male Han, and their damage for the gore. Uh, oh, I should also say this is going to be uh, knocking back 
Nurich, uh, about five feet. And this is not enough to knock back your churn. Uh, but this hit D6 plus 10, 14 points on your churn. Feels like I'm playing my own little Starfinder battle over here. Uh, and then 28 points on Nurich from, from two massive blows. Ow, ow, and ow. I will say that is enough uh, to uh, not bother Nurich at all. They're ready to get back in the fight. <laughs> oh, they have so much HP. You held me in suspense there for a second. <laughs> I've got so <laughs> much. I was a little worried. Okay, so let's go ahead um, to I think I've got these number of uh, The Mind Reaper is going to obviously cast a spell because that's what they're good at. And um, we'll do one that allows them to survive a little bit longer. That's going to cast mirror image on itself. It's actually going to back up a little bit from from your churn's range because it's still very much of that and move off, I think, to the side here. And it creates a couple of duplicates of itself uh, that you see magically. So in front of it. So you should take double its constitution score and subtract two from that for taking a standard action this round. What? Because you're being strangled. You're being strangled. I'm sorry, what what is the ability? Uh, You're being strangled, so you are currently suffocating. Um, uh, So uh, you can hold your air, you can hold your breath for a number of rounds equal to twice your constitution score. Uh, But if you take a standard or full action, you reduce that by an Uh, additional round. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Let me write that down for a future round. It will probably not come up because it will. I'm sure it's something like 26 or 28 rounds or whatever. Double. It's going to be a 14 round. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I've got that, and that is going to. Uh, end turn one combat over in hallway number two. Let's go to hallway number one, uh, where Kiarth is leading Devasho, Echo Seven, and Sprouts. And as you guys get to the location where the 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 bombs are to be placed, uh, you see a couple of swarm creatures turning the corner here, and. A little different situation as creatures you've not seen before edge around the corner. Large beasts that look like horrific mutant trucks uh, standing on four legs with two huge, like, bladed arms. Uh, and a similar escachide kind of a horned head, as well as a razorback sharp set of plated shoulders. Uh, we are in initiative turn order over here, and let me add them to the turn order. Free action to send a picture to Zinnia. Ooh, there's another are natural twenty. Are you joking? Oh my god! <laughs> on the Patrick. initiative roll, I've rolled a lot of twenties on initiative tonight, but uh, <laughs> don't worry about these guys because uh, they are still not going first. Uh, these big, slow-moving tanks. First up on this side is Sprouts Marlow with a twenty-nine. Okay, um, I'm trying to think what what would be best if I should try to go ahead and put one of these bombs down, or if I should take a shot at one of these guys. Um, 
Paris of Sprouts pops up because it's a it's a full action, right? To to plant one of the bombs. Correct. Yeah. Do you just want to yeah. get in position? Yeah. Okay. And who's got the other bomb on your guys' side? What check is it to place the bomb? It's just a full action to uh, to set it. Echo Seven will do it. Okay, um, Sprouts. If you just want to move over there, you can still make a standard action, or if you want, you can even take an attack on these guys. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take a shot at um, the the bottom, or I guess the the southern southmost uh, most uh, beefy boy. Until they are identified, these shall be known as the beefy boys, <laughs> the, the two beefy boys. Yeah, they're 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 going no, to kill us. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah what that's what they're going to do. Yeah, yeah, I'm not looking forward to this. Uh, to see our 17 or lower. Uh, that is a trick and a. Uh, what'd you get on the attack roll here? 16 on the attack, so uh, just a hit. <laughs> Oh, okay. Against EAC. Yeah. All right. So he's going to be. Um, that is if you're making it flat footed. Yes. Uh, he is going to be flat footed. And that is a total of uh, 25 points of damage. Oakley, Oakley. Wow. Uh, Good you, roll. You've already started taking your turn. Echo here moving forward. Do you want to take a shot at uh, the other one? Uh I think because of the way that things are going and watching that shot that Sprouts got off, I want to take a shot at the uh, southernmost beefy boy. Sure. So teaming up, uh, focusing fire, finally working as a team. How dare you? As soon as I split the party, you guys. I'm insulted. Using strategy. Okay, go ahead. Make that Uh, attack. I'm going to take a shot with the uh, Gelid Hail Cannon that I haven't gotten to use this entire uh, thing so far. So. Yes. Indeed. 20. Do we. Clutching. Uh, let's pull the old uh, cosmic uh, or uh, pathfinder official oh. critical hit deck. We've not had these in a while. We've not had a crit in a while because we've had some yeah. diplomacy missions. But uh, it's important to shout out a Patreon subscriber uh, who we've not done in a while. Oh, let's do um, uh, William D M. Uh, thanks so much. Like many of our subscribers, uh, perhaps joining up during the summertime and helping out the podcast. Yeah, William True. DM, I have just been so excited to get back into combat. Yes. Yeah. Which one's for you, Will? Do you want ah. kinetic or energy? Let's do. Hmm. What do you guys think? Energy or kinetic? I or energy. Would- do energy myself. Energy. That's always energy. my preference. Yeah, energy is fun. So this one is called Wing Shot. Uh, you're clipping perhaps two of the legs on this guy as uh, this one will have reduced mobility and speeds uh, reduced by 50% for a minute. Oh, yes. Nice. nice. Uh, is that going to stop it from getting to little sprouts? Well, we will see. I will say the critical effect on your hail cannon is for it to be staggered, which is also an excellent thing to have. Yeah, staggered is also real good. So, because uh, so he he has to choose between taking the crit card or having it be staggered. Uh, yeah, I believe 
it gets a fortitude save on the the staggered. Is that not? Oh, so? if it gets a fortitude save on that, then I would take that. Yeah, <laughs> critical effects? Yeah, I'm not sure. Th- what? Yeah, f- yeah, that's it's it's stinky, but it's it's. it's yeah, well, I, I would keep it as is. Let's see yeah. the card then. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say, "Beepy boy, have yeah. a massive fortitude." Save. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the reasons that knockdown is so good because knockdown doesn't allow a fortitude save, but uh, I mean, most other things do. So, so what's your total damage there, Drew? Uh, that would be uh, twenty-nine points of damage. Ooh, Ooh boy. Uh, uh, matching and. Adding on to the 25 from a Sprouts Marlow. Uh, this guy is bloodied in turn one. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. Excellent. Beefy boys. It has a couple of targets on its turn, which is right now. I've rolled that natural 20, <laughs> putting it behind our, our quick acting members of the team here. Uh, beefy it's... boys known to let the beats drop. Its <laughs> speed uh. is affected because it only has a speed of 30 feet which means uh-huh. to get to a uh, a sprouts marlow or a um uh an echo 7 it would have to charge uh lucky enough it does have an ability you can use uh this one as a standard action as oh no <laughs> yeah. oh no yeah of course I mean, I'm proud of both of you for going first and stepping out into the front line. You're about to pay so <laughs> dearly for that choice, but it was cool. If you'll move up uh, 15 feet and it focuses its uh, kind of legs and arms start to punch in the ground and you feel the earth around you kind of rumbling as solid rock begins to vibrate around you, cracking off perhaps, um, and in a cone here, uh, can I get, let's actually see what this cone would look like. Uh, I think it's actually gonna be just about everyone. Jeez. It's a huge cone. Let me double check here, cause I can start on this corner. Ooh, let me snap the corner. Ooh. I mean, it's a 30 foot cone. Uh, yeah, so everyone make me a fortitude save. It is a low DC, but uh, this is for half. Uh, did I say fortitude? Yeah, yeah. it's fortitude. Okay. Oof. Yeah, get out of here, evasion characters. We don't like you. Uh, fail uh, from Sprouts, a fail from Echo 7, and a success from Devasho, and oh no, oh, a, a fail from Kiarth. I'm pretty sure I've rolled a two. Oh, uh, every, time is... Tyler, every time Patrick rolls, I'm so excited when it's a two, but I forget he's got a dude <laughs> on our team. This is a 46 sonic damage coming at you guys. Ow. Very low rolls, oh. 10 points in total. So everyone's taken 10 except for Devasho, taken five. Okay. All right, let's write that down on Kiarth. Whose, whose turn it is very close to being. Uh, and the other one is going to move forward up to Echo 7 and is going to make a, an attack with one of these huge uh, plate arm uh, weapons it's got. Ooh, six on the dice. Don't think that's going to do it. What's your KAC these days, Drew? 24. Do, do, do. What did I roll? Six. You rolled a six. six. Oh, I rolled so close to being a hit. That's a mess, though. <laughs> 
so close. Uh, that is their turn. Kiarth is going to is going to charge forward here. And do they have? I forget if they have ten or fifteen foot of range with the swoop hammer. Fifteen foot range with oh, the swoop wow. hammer. Going to move right behind little sprouts and be like, I will, I will defend you, potted plants, man. <laughs> Set the bomb, and I will, I will deal with this one. It's going to make an attack. Swoop hammer attack. Set the bomb. Five oh. on the dice. Uh, even with its uh, flat-footedness, that is a miss. Yeah, I figured. Uh, Devasha, we're on to you, Tyler. Uh, Patrick, I didn't say it, but I also don't think we needed to say it. We probably have our weapons out, right? Everybody have their weapons out? I uh, Sprouts always has its, its weapons out. It's really quite negligent if you know the swarm are coming and don't yeah. prepare. You would be a dumb-dumb. It takes seven, a echo, lot of move actions for me to get all my yeah. stuff out. So <laughs> Echo 7 has quick draw and one of his weapons is literally on his shoulder. So, Alright, well. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> However, I would like to remind you that Echo is always armed with melee with these power armor fists. Cool. If you can make it that far, that's I a big question. Squeeze between the five feet that they have between themselves. <laughs> if this were Pathfinder, I could maybe acrobatics through their space, but Devasho ain't doing that. <laughs> so <laughs> you're you're moving forward um, to, oh, to the one on far. Echo Seven. Yeah. Yep. I will move up to stand next to Kiarth there, mm-hmm. and you know we're going to be using that. Uh, energy resistant bypassing blade. All right, attacking the one on Echo Seven. We're gonna attack the one on Echo Seven because I simply cannot reach the other one. And this is going to be acid against your EAC. Oh my gosh, it wasn't a single digit number. 12 on the dice for it. a 26. <laughs> That's a hit. Hey, what do you know? I attack good. 23 points of acid damage going through all ER. You fool, they're immune to acid. Oh, no, it still hurts them. They're very confused. Uh, Letting out a shriek, of course, in perhaps ancient Kucharn language, saying, no, (laughs) the burn. But also saying to be continued next week. On the oh, podcast. what? what? <laughs> oh, yeah. What? We just started this combat, but we've got a ways to go. And uh, believe it or not, oh, next week, we will make up for the the pain of uh, multiple weeks of, of no combat here on Cosmic Crit. As you guys, uh, I, we need to take a photo of the initiative turn order. <laughs> How huge it is. You've got NPCs fighting alongside you. You've got... Creatures you've never fought before and more to come next time on the podcast. All right. Exciting. Yeah. Off to a good start. We'll see if you guys can continue. I'm glad we split the party. I think it's fun. Yeah. 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 But I kind of wish you had come to the side that had the brand new creatures and we'd gone to the <laughs> I know. side of the old creatures. Well, believe me, Zinnia wishes that too. So Ooh, oh, don't worry. Nice. You're, you're getting, you're definitely getting a dead body sample. No karaoke drew. I said, no. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, uh, Sprouts has mysticism. He could do a check. It's a uh, life oh. science. Oh, he also has life science. So he can do that okay. too. Okay. I, I think it would be worth well, we already kind of know it, though. We know they have a cone. We know they... I don't know 
how many other tricks they might have up their sleeve. Yeah, it's it's worth it's worth trying to figure out. But uh, that'll be that'll be fun to figure out next week. Yeah, write Absolutely. down what your <laughs> you want your next turns to be, uh, as we've got a number of them to go. Uh, getting back into the swing of things and into the climax of book four. I'm so excited! Been waiting on this for a while through the trials, uh, guys. Thanks for playing with me. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Patrick. Like, listeners, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Cosmic Crit. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Cosmic Crit. This episode has been made possible through a sponsorship with Roll20, and the backing of our Critamander fans on Patreon. Thanks again and have a great week.